0: We want to welcome everyone by live stream tonight. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we encourage you to comment, like, subscribe, and let us know that you're there and what God's doing in your life. Praise the Lord. Hit that bell. Let us, let us know that uh, you appreciate that, the broadcast coming to you, and uh, and uh, we look forward to hearing good testimonies from, from what God's doing in your life as well. Praise the Lord. So get your Bible out and release your faith right now, because God's got something for you. Amen. <laughs> Have we come in faith tonight? Yes. Yeah. Good. All right. Go with me if you brought your Bible. We'll start in Hebrews. Well, actually, let's start in 2 Timothy. We'll get to Hebrews in a minute. 2 Timothy, the third chapter. Is it all right if I just hit the ground running? I am ready for, like they say in the country I grew up in, ready for bear. <laughs> but uh, 2nd Timothy chapter number 3 notice it says in the the last days about some things in the last days that were going to be so he said that in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall that means dangerous some translations say for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having formed a godless deny the power thereof from such. Turn away. That's a whole lot of bad stuff right there. <laughs> But I want to point out one of them that I would not, if I was Paul, of course, he's under inspiration of the Spirit, you understand, but, but if I was Paul and I was making a list of a whole bunch of bad things, I don't know that I would have put unthankful in there. I want to talk to you tonight about developing the attitude of gratitude. Um, because uh, the Lord spoke this or just he prompted me about it a few days ago and I thought I was going to put it in the uh, marriage teachings that we we're doing this won't be a marriage teaching tonight, but it will bless your marriage Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, it just came up in my spirit some things about being grateful and I, I hope yeah. you can hear me all right I'm still yes. echoing back there maybe you can fix that, but, uh, but, uh, that, that was one of them that stood out to me that right in the middle of disobedient to parents and proud and blasphemers, I mean, blasphemy, whoa, but he puts in the same list, unthankfulness. Is it that bad? It must be pretty bad stuff to be in a list like that. You know, so, um, you know, uh, it's a little like fear over in the book of Revelation. It says all all uh, adulterers and fornicators, and it makes a list of liars and so forth. Uh, they'll have their part in the lake of fire. You remember that? And one of them was all fearful. Yeah. 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 Sometimes God puts words in lists of bad things that we don't think are that bad. Right, right, yeah. but, but it must be bad stuff. It must be worse than what we think sometimes. Yeah, so I want to look at this and... Uh, and see if we can learn anything from this tonight because I've learned over the years that if God says it's bad stuff and I don't think it is I probably ought to renew my mind to, to the way He sees this and so this is like one of the characteristics of people in the last days He said and uh, it's just manifesting in a lack of gratitude towards God and uh, you know, what He's doing for them what He has done for them Uh, But it also is a failure to acknowledge folks or people that have blessed our lives. That is not a good thing. In fact, it's hindering us if we have not developed the habit of being grateful and acknowledging what they've done, making a big deal out of it. And going on and on and say, you're such a blessing. I so, I so appreciate the gift you gave or whatever, the, the encouragement you gave me or just yeah. those words in the right time. It just meant so much to me. And um, the people that I know in, in, in fellowship with that, that are the best at that, they're the best at, uh, at uh, receiving. They're the best people of faith that I know. Yes. All faith people that I know are grateful people. Yes. Amen. 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 And so, um, I mean, some people today, you, I mean, he talks about the last days and the characteristics of some people here in the last days. I mean, I, well, I've seen this in, in the culture around us. You know, sometimes you, uh, you go through the, you, well, you walk up to a door and, you know, there's somebody right behind you and, you know, it's courtesy, man or woman, really, it's courtesy to open the door and let them come through. Um, And uh, I've seen people that don't do that, whatever. But then I've seen people that I've done that for and they walk on through like, you owed that to me. They don't say thank you. You know what I'm talking about? I want to grab them by the nose, pull them back out the door and say, what are you thinking? Your mama didn't raise you right. That's a hard issue. You know, there's a lot of entitled people in our culture today. Everybody owes them something. Listen, honey, nobody owes you anything. Uh, if somebody did something for you, it was out of the kindness of their heart. Wasn't that out of owing you anything? Amen. You, would some, you think some people that um, if you did something for them, that they've got, a troop of, they've got seven troops of Philistines to battle their way through just to come back and say thank you or something like that. You don't know what I'm talking about. Um, it's immaturity. It is, and, and I'll say this, have you noticed that the further people get from God, the less thankful they really are? Have you noticed that? And like in our culture, the further people get away from God, the, the, the more they feel like they're entitled or, or, or somebody owes them something. Um, and that's just not true. But that is really an ungodly characteristic and so we want to look at this tonight um uh so it's really dishonorable and it's and it's um it's failing to recognize that somebody did something for you just just acting like well it was no big deal um that will keep that will keep you from having the capacity of heart to continue to receive some people are uh, bad receivers because they're ungrateful for what they already have received. When you're unthankful, it shrinks your heart down. It shrinks the opening of your heart down to be able to receive. Uh, the, the, the opening of your heart is small to be able to for, to, for anybody to get anything into you or into your life or to bless your life, you don't have much opening or capacity to, to receive. It's immaturity. It's ungodly. It is uh, dishonorable. Yes, come on. And uh, really, um, you know, we've got generations of, of kids. I'm not trying to just preach against culture right now, but, uh, but I'm just saying we can't let this stuff get in, right. into the church or get into our lives. Right. If we grew up wrong, we need yeah. to renew our minds in this area. Amen. But a lot of kids, their parents, especially the former generations, their parents or grandparents, they... They they worked hard and, and sacrificed and made a lot of uh, you know effort to just so the next generation didn't have to go through what they had to go through and to treat that as if you know well you know my parents you know and be ungrateful for it is 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 terribly immature. Amen. To complain about your parents or complain of what you they didn't give you, yeah. is is you need you need you need you need. You have needs. <laughs> Did you come to church tonight? It is it is terrible, and to go the step further that some people go to even complain about what their parents didn't do or were not able to do. Yeah. Come on. That needs to be taken behind the barn. Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. The, a lot of times they inconvenience themselves just to make their life better and, uh, and they treat it, you know, as if it's no big deal. Yeah. It is a big deal. Yes. Yes. They worked late. They worked extra hours. They worked hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so um, these are people that are far from God. Now, any good employee really will watch and see if the people that are working for him are grateful for what he does. You know, a lot of, of employees, can I help you with something? A lot of employees, they see, I don't know, maybe, maybe if they work for a publicly traded stock company or something like that they see you know that the, the books are reported or something like that they'll see how much money that the company made in a year and their attitude is my goodness why aren't they paying us more they don't realize that maybe the amount that they made that year that's in the bank is maybe one month's expenses
1: exactly. yeah, that's right.
0: and they need a cushion in there yes sir now, I'm not saying always, but I'm just saying a lot of people just don't understand. That's true. That is so true. Big amounts of money. And, and, and I, listen, are you listening to me? If anybody has ever had a business, you understand what I'm talking about. You can't just keep it down at zero. You've got to have a cushion in there for ebbs and flows and cash flows and stuff like that. I'm not saying every corporation's doing everything right, but I'm just saying a lot of people just don't have the right mentality and they get ungrateful for what they, they, that they were paid. And by the way, they agreed to that pay. They said they would work for that pay. And then to turn against the boss and be ungrateful for it, that's a heart condition. A good employee, or excuse me, a good employer will watch that kind of thing. And when they do give him a raise and nobody comes back and says, thank you. Yeah. But, but, uh, but, listen, and the one that does come back and says, thank you, goes on and on, talks about how grateful they are yeah. and they work extra and so forth. Yeah. Guess who's going to get the raise the next time?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, you can go ahead and come to church because we we're, we're, we're started already. And so, um, you know, I'm not saying every corporation in America does everything right, but I'm just simply saying there's a lot of people with a lot lot of wrong thinking about some of these things. Amen. So uh, the attitude matters to God, right? Hebrews 13, 15. Look at this passage. This is one that uh, we probably know well. Hebrews 13, 15 by Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Hallelujah. How, how much should we be thanking God? Continually. Continually. Say it out loud again, continually. Continually. You can always find something to be complaining about. It's not a mark of spirituality to, f- to be able to find something to complain about. <laughs> Any old spiritual slouch can do that. Yeah. Right? But it takes a man. It takes somebody who's got something more than most people to always be thankful regardless of what they're, what's happening. And uh, this verse says uh, continually. You can always find something to be thankful for. Uh, you can thank God for His Word even when you don't see it manifest in your life yet. Thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Thank you you redeemed me from the curse of the law. You might not see everything yet, but you can still thank Him for it. People of faith can amen like like somebody said just on the natural level they said this is kind of funny I thought it's funny they said you can always find something to be thankful for even when your clothes don't fit anymore at least your earrings will fit (laughs) (laughs) some of you just got that you're like oh that's funny (laughs) (laughs) amen praise the Lord so um (laughs) the Bible really says God inhabits the praises of his people and when we talk about Thanksgiving we're talking about praise right we're talking about appreciation praise and so forth Um, so he inhabits the praises of his people the Bible doesn't say he visits people whenever they praise him it says he inhabits that in other words that's where he lives you want God to take up you want God to take up residency in an area of your life? Thank God in that area of your life. Just thank him in that area of your life. And do it continually. Because if you stop, he might move out and another renter enter in and take up occupancy. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. So just constantly, just, just all the time, thank you, Father, that you always meet all my. If it's a financial thing that, that just keeps trying to, you know, smack you back financially, just thank him all the time. Thank you that you supply all my needs according to you. Thank you that because I give, that it's always given back unto me. Good measure, pressed down. Just, all, just go on and on and on about it. And God will get in that. How does he do that? He gets in it by the anointing. The anointing breaks the yoke. You want God's power to be working in an area? You want God's power to take up residency in an area of your life? Uh, just fill, that, fill, fill the atmosphere with praises in that area of your life. Amen. All right, so can we look at some things in the Word tonight about that, what happened really for a continually thankful person? Would that be all right? Um, go over to John chapter number 6. We want to be scriptural about it, right? Hallelujah. 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 John 6, it says here about Jesus, whenever they were... This was in, when they He finished teaching. It was late, and there were 5,000 plus men and children on the hillside, and they were hungry. <clears throat> and Jesus said... Uh, uh, verse 5 when he saw the great company come he said unto them when shall we buy bread that these might eat or may eat and he said this to prove him said this to Philip uh, to prove him for he himself knew what he would do Philip answered him 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little one of his disciples Andrew Simon Peter's brother said unto him there's a land here which had five barley loaves and two fishes but what are they among so many and Jesus uh, he hit on that Uh, Andrew missed it, or excuse me, uh, Philip missed it, uh, and Andrew, but he hit on it, and he said uh, in verse number 10, make the men sit down, there was much grass there in the place, so the men sat down, the number was about 5,000, notice this, Jesus took the loaves, and complained because it wasn't enough, (laughs) oh we're going to shuck this, we're going to shuck the corn on this tonight. He took the loaves. What do you do when what you have is not enough? You talk about how, how it's not enough? No. Well, no, you complain because it's all, we're always a day late and a dollar short. No. When, he had, when he, what he had wasn't enough, he took the loaves, and look what he said. He said, uh, verse number 11, when he had given thanks. Whew. When He had given thanks, He distributed to the disciples, the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. Everybody got their needs met as much as they wanted. Wow. Hallelujah. Some people want more than others. Amen. Don't you criticize somebody else that wants more than you do. Because God will meet you at your point of where you're, you're re- ready and able to receive. Well, that went over like a lead balloon. I'm not sure quite sure. Anyway, he said, as many as they want, they distributed. And uh, verse number 12, they were all filled. And he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain that nothing be lost. And so they did, and they um, gathered up 12 baskets full. Wow, that's, that's uh, 5,000 just men plus women and children, yeah. and two loaves, or what is it, five loaves and two fishes, or yeah. the other way around. <laughs> they, they fed that whole multitude, and then they had 12 baskets left over. I don't know about you, but I think that little boy got the 12 baskets to go home with.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Jesus probably said, all right, there's 12 disciples. Each of you get a basket, and follow that little boy to his house. Yeah. Mama's going to see yes. what's, what seed sowing does. <laughs> anyway, um, but I wanted you to see here that um, Jesus gave thanks. We, you can't miss that part. He lifted it up and he gave thanks. So what, does, what do we see then? We were saying we were going to go through some things that happen for people that continually give thanks and praise. Here's something that happens you can see it in this story that thankfulness opened the door for more of what you already have. Amen. I said, it opens the door for more of what you are. Even if what you have is not enough, it opens the door for more. For, are, are you there) Don't kick the old jalopy car that you drove to church tonight and, and and complain about it. It leaks oil and it rattles and makes noises and half the time the heat doesn't work. And You know, just, just kick it and curse it. Thank God for it. At least you didn't have to walk. That's right. At least you didn't have to walk or, or catch a ride or... Take the bus service. or Come on, somebody. And, and that will open the door to you getting a better one. Being thankful for what God has already done. No matter if it doesn't seem like it's what you need or what you, you know, it doesn't seem like it's enough. Don't curse it. What do you mean curse it? Well, Jesus was thankful here. Uh, You you ever read, uh, you ever looked up the word to curse or to bless? To curse means to speak evil of. To bless means to speak well of. So don't speak, don't curse the car by speaking over and say, yo, jalopy, you're just always breaking down and I just... You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes, yes. It's called evil speaking. Whenever they came out of Egypt and they came up to Kadesh Barnea, the Bible says that they brought up an evil report of the land. They they really cursed what God was trying to bless them with. They complained, said we can't, and why did they? Why did Moses bring us out here? Israel was real good at complaining, and they were terrible at faith. Those two things go together. They, whenever you're good at complaining, you're good at little else.
1: Yeah. You're not good at
0: faith. You're not good at you're not good at receiving. Amen. I don't know. Some of you aren't quite sure you wanted to come to church tonight, but you're know, going to I'll preach this anyway. I'm getting helped out of it. Uh, this this will work in your marriage. Uh, be thankful for your spouse. Amen. Well, we'll get to that. But thankfulness opens the door if you don't have enough. Here, Jesus, he thanked God for what he had, even though it wasn't enough. And that brought the anointing on what he had to, to make it enough. Isn't that true? Um, so, you, you know, when you were a kid... It didn't go over well with your parents whenever you were ungrateful for something. Somebody hand your child something, or let's say whenever you were a child and and your parents were there, and somebody handed you something, and you just, you know, took it and, you know, you just sort of enjoyed it, but you didn't say thank you. You know, your parents, if you had good parents. Yes, sir. I think all parents went to the same parent school, right? They grabbed you by the ear, pulled you yeah. back over there and say, what do you, you say?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. Right? Yes. Because nobody, when, when somebody's ungrateful, nobody just has any much desire to do it again. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to husbands and wives. By continually uh, being ungrateful over your spouse, by complaining over them, you're pulling the worst out of them, and really, you're you're not going to get the good things out of them by always being ungrateful and complaining.
1: That's so good. That's true.
0: That's the truth.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. That's the truth. You don't you don't get the best out of somebody by cursing them, speaking evil of them pointing out their faults. Well Amen. Sometimes sometimes uh we gotta keep saying things. And so here's here's that that just causes uh you know it, when you are ungrateful over your spouse and you're complaining over your spouse, it just causes them to just really not even want to do anything better. Right? But when you're always pointing out this is I appreciate this about you. Well there's something just something happens inside of a person. They want to do that again. They want to, right? So, um, the bread and fish didn't multiply because Jesus complained about it not being enough. There's no adding to or multiplying power released through a complaint. (laughs) Amen. So, uh, ungratefulness is really unbelief. it's really glorifying that when you're going on and on about you know it's never enough and you know whatever complaining about what you do have it's really glorifying the devil you're, you're saying this is what the devil's doing in my life and, but, but people that are uh, always complaining they're also revealing to those who are spiritual why they never have more because that complaint has shut down the power of God and open the door to the devil. The devil, you know. Second, you you look at uh, 1 Corinthians ten ten. You might you might remember this verse. Well, you might remember uh, what it says. Maybe you don't remember the reference. It says neither murmur ye. That means complain, as some of them also complained or murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. That's that's what what he's saying is it opened the door to the devil. Complaining opens the door to the devil. Well, no wonder it's listed in the list that it's listed in there with that first verse we looked at. It it opens the door to the devil and really shuts the door to God. And so uh, ungratefulness is uh, glorifying the devil uh, rather than... and, And really, ungratefulness blinds people to what God really has been doing in their lives. Did you get up this morning with oxygen in your lungs and the ability to take a breath? Thank God for it. Well, this little finger hurts. What about the nine that work? What about the nine that work? See, it's all perspective, isn't it? It's all attitude. And that's big with God. To, for somebody to do something for you and then for them to make a mistake and just go on and on about the mistake and forget the, what they did for you. That reveals something about the person, right? Well, amen. Now, um, the aspect of God you respect through worship and thanksgiving is the part of Him you're going to continue to experience. Amen. Really, He can only be to us what we're acknowledging Him to be and praising Him to be. Amen. Uh, It's good for us to not just say, thank you, Lord. That's fine, but we need to go further than that. Thanks for what? Right? Thanks for what? Uh, Be able to tell Him exactly what you're thankful for. and Go on and on about it. And once you start doing it, here's, here's something I've learned. Uh, being grateful helps open my eyes to how much He has done. You know, God's busy. He's working in our lives. And many, many things, even little things, need to be recognized, acknowledged, and we need to honor Him for it. And the more you do that, the more you'll see He's doing because yes. it takes the blinders off your eyes. Complaining yes. just makes you blind. Yes. Yes. It makes you think wrong. Yes. Yes. It's wrong thinking. Yes. And we'll get to that too. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad you came tonight? Yes. So um, praise Him as your provider. Yes. Yes. When you need finances, if you need healing, praise Him as your healer in other words don't just generally praise him i'm not saying that's wrong but i'm just simply saying what about the area uh that he has done something for you in or the area that you believe in him in if you think about thanksgiving it is acknowledgement or recognition of a benefit received
1: yes that's good
0: yeah that's good uh and and really Once one's mind is renewed with the word, they cease asking God in prayer for something and start thanking Him for what He said He already did. There are many things people are asking God for in prayer that God said He already did for them. Oh, God, deliver me. The Bible said He has delivered us from the authority of darkness. And so the lack of gratitude is us us f- fessing up to the fact that we don't acknowledge what he said he has done we are not recognizing a benefit that has been granted we're, we're, we're saying we don't even believe it but but we can make that switch how many of you know you can get your mind renewed with the word and make that switch hallelujah um, praise and, and thanksgiving is not just for something that God has already done it's, it's uh, something that you're believing Him to do <clears throat> because of what He said in His Word Amen alright now um, complaining if you read here in 1 Corinthians 10.10 10, it says neither murmur ye or complain that's another word for murmur as they also complained and were destroyed of the destroyer that's talking about whenever the, the serpents came in you remember that they had been protected from the, the uh, they had been out in the wilderness for a while and they had been had no problems with the venomous snakes but whenever they started complaining in one day if I remember the story right a quarter of a million people died because venomous snakes got in the camp they had been being protected from that the whole time they had been out there and it wasn't that they complained and God said I'm sending serpents they, it was that they complained and the hedge of protection was, was dropped they broke down that hedge of protection. So, so uh, being unthankful and complaining. See, complaining is the opposite of being thankful. Uh, it will break down the hedge of protection. Here's something that I heard a minister say years ago. He said, complaining is confession and it calls the curse. Well, think about it. It is. When you're complaining, you're confessing something. Whoa. <laughs> are, we, are we too deep this, this evening? Oh. Complaining, say that out loud. Complaining, Complaining. is confession. 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 Really, that's an amazing thought. You stop and think about that. You never complain with your feet. <laughs> right? Or with your elbow. You do it with your mouth. It's, your mouth. That's right. yes, sir. it's a confession. It's saying something. You're saying something. Yeah complaining is confession and it calls the curse oh. in other words uh wow. well we'll just keep on going here and you'll see this as we go Good. that uh, what you wow. what you are thankful for or what you complain about you draw to yourself yes. Yes. in other words you get more of it yes. just like we saw Jesus didn't have enough but he was thankful for what he had and what he had multiplied yeah. So, so really what he did by being grateful and being thankful, he really was putting a draw on heaven's supply. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Amen. Wow. That's, that's what really grat- gratitude and thanksgiving really does. Now, for, that, for a verse on that, Isaiah 12, verse number 3. Oh, Jesus. You all came in a little quiet tonight. And I'm grateful for the privilege of preaching by faith tonight. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Don't have a whole lot of feeling because of some response, but I'm just going to preach by faith. And I'm grateful for the privilege of doing it. <laughs> Isaiah 12, verse number 3. Isaiah 12, verse number 3. The thing about pastoring is you've got to preach on a whole lot of different things get everybody walking in love in their marriage, and then, then switch, you know. Yeah. Pastor Debbie was asking me, are you going to preach on marriage tonight? And I said, no, I don't think so. She said, oh, good. Well, we can stop living that way then, just living right. <laughs> she was kidding. She was kidding. <laughs> we don't have to live under conviction about that today, tonight. Don't oh, praise the Lord. No. <laughs> no, the words still were good for us right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just being funny. But notice Isaiah twenty, or excuse me, 12, verse number 3. It says, Behold, or excuse me, uh, verse thir- 3. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Yes. With joy shall you draw water. Joy is expressed in you know, praise. It's expressed in shouting. It's expressed yes. in worship. It's expressed yes. in thanksgiving. Yes. Right? Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. Uh, when Kansas City won the Super Bowl, some people danced. You know? <laughs> Joy is expressed a lot of different ways. But what he's saying here is that uh, you'll, you'll draw on, notice he said here, the well of salvation. He's talking about the treasure of blessings that have come into us by the greater one living on the inside of us. All the nature of God that came into us in the new birth. Joy, love, peace. The kingdom of God. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Yes. Everything yeah. in the kingdom is in you. Supply is really in you. Yes. The direction you need is really in you. Yes. Oh, we got to go to heaven and get. No, it's already in you. Yes. Bible said, uh, counsels in the heart of man like deep waters. A man of understanding will draw it out. There's a lot of things down inside of you. So many things that the New Testament says that we have this treasure in our earthen vessels. A treasure is not one thing. It's many, many things. So there's many good things in us. We're to acknowledge that our faith becomes active by the acknowledgement of every good thing that's in us. You remember that. There's a lot of good things already in us. But how do you get them out? You've got you to gotta draw them out. With here, This is called the well of salvation. Everything that's in your salvation is already in you. Your healing is already in you. The healer is already in you. The power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the Bible said. We could go on and on about what the Bible said is in us. Well, 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 okay. How do I get it out? With joy. With joy. Joy about what? Joy about what the Word says is yours. Yes. Yes. Amen. Praise God. So gratitude and joy pull that up. And draw out of that well that's within you. Amen. But that's really what he's saying. Uh, it's a little like a magnet. A magnet will draw things to it. You know, metal. It'll draw metal to itself. And really joy, what he's saying is joy and gratitude and thanksgiving and things like that, praise and worship. Those things draw heaven to you. They draw all that is in you into your life. It's a draw. A lot of people are asking God to send and he's saying draw. Draw. Uh, you don't know, like, for example, Ephesians 6.10 talks about, be, King James says, Be strong in the Lord yeah. and in the power of, the, of His might. The Amplified says, Draw your strength from yeah. the Lord. Yeah. People are wanting Him to send something, yeah. and He's saying, Draw it up. Yeah. It's right on the inside draw of you. Draw it up. Draw it up. Well, how do I draw it up? By faith, yeah. and that's expressed with thanksgiving and joy. So, um, boy, this is, this is better than your Amen tonight. So that's how you get it up out of the inside of you with praise and worship and thanksgiving. Uh, Complaining draws on nothing. Well, actually, it draws on what the devil wants to do. But it doesn't draw on heaven's supply. It doesn't draw on your salvation. Amen. The devil's standing by. He's wanting to do some things in your life. And uh, whenever you complain, whenever you uh, talk about the problem, whenever you bring an evil report up against what The Bible says, you know, that's what an evil report is, anything against what the Word says. When you talk about your uh, finances against what the Word says and complain about whatever you don't have or whatever, that puts no draw on the salvation well. The the, the supply that's in the the realm of salvation. Amen. But really it opens the door to the devil and invites him to, it really draws him yeah. into yeah. into your life. Yeah. You've heard about the wounded coyote, coyote sound, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the wounded rabbit sound when you're hunting coyotes. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're Iowa folks. We understand yeah. these things, right?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep.
0: Those in New York City, they don't know what I'm talking about. This. <laughs> but if you're going out to hunt coyotes, you get yeah. one of these. It's called, well, there's different brands, but there's one called Fox Pro. I was looking at them the other day. I'm thinking of it, you know, so yeah come on now come on my brother you're from detroit he knows from detroit (laughs) but you you set this thing out there it's got a speaker on it and it's got a it's got many programs in it you can turn it on it's a digital uh audio of a different different sounds for different things you're hunting but you if you're hunting coyotes the wounded rabbit sound is a good sound it'll draw in because it sounds like an easy meal yeah Yeah. right (laughs) you're sitting out there here he comes right Yeah. Yeah. yeah Well, what am I bringing it up for? It because when the devil hears whining, right. yeah. he comes to that. Yeah. He comes to it. Yeah. He's like, I hear weakness. I'm going for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: yeah. I hear unbelief. Anybody getting convicted tonight? Well, what about your spouse? Well, you never, you never. Well, you never, you never. You never, you never. The devil says, I hear weakness. I'm getting into that. I hear weakness. I'm getting into that. Get in there with strife and mess everything up. Where envy and strife is, there's confusion in every evil work. Why? It opened the door. It was an invitation. Well, praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't sound like a wounded wounded rabbit. (laughs) The devil comes running for that. Amen. Amen. So, um, really complaining and and uh, talking about the problem is, ag- is an acknowledgement it's a confession um, Israel did that and they got exactly what they said somebody said one time to complain because Israel complained in the wilderness and that's, that's as far as they went they said to complain means to remain if any area you're complaining that's where you're going to stay you complain about that old jalopy car and kick it and curse it. That's what you're going to keep. You're going to keep your old jalopy car. How about giving God some thanks and praise. and Not only for what He's done, but also what He said in His Word, He would do for you. Woo, thank you. I'm not going to stay here. I'm, just, I'm thankful for what I have. But God is my God of super abundantly above all I can ask or think. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you ought to just kind of help me out preaching a little bit tonight. Okay. It takes no spiritual discipline to complain, right? People are good at that, and they're good at nothing else. So stop complaining about your spouse. Don't complain against what God's assignment is in your life. The race He's called you to run. Well the place he's put you that's really dishonorable he's given you he's given you the honor of serving in the last days of being a part of what he's doing in the last days and to complain about it is probably here's here's what i'm sure uh, that 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 sounds like to god it sounds like dishonor and and a lack of appreciation for the fact that god offered you to be used offered you an opportunity to do something for him <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And uh, I'm sure uh, that uh, there are other people that God has in mind that He could replace us with, yeah. if that's the way we approach these things. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. We could be taken out and given that thing, given uh, that place, given to somebody else who sees the honor of having that that privilege. Amen. Do you know there are people that were really impacted and, and are a part of the church today because when they walked through that door, an ambassador back there yeah. smiled, yeah. loved on them, yes. told them how glad they were they were here yeah. that they were here, Absolutely. and their whole life is being changed yeah. <laughs> just because somebody smiled at the door, yeah. Yeah. treated them friendly, treated them like they were welcome here. Yes. Amen. What an honor! to be a part of changing that person's life. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. We need to see the honor of it, don't we? Okay, because we're running out of time, go to Luke 17. This is another account of the same principle that I was sharing, that those that, that uh, <clears throat> are thankful get more. Yeah. This is a story of the 10 lepers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yeah as he entered verse number 12 yeah. luke seventeen twelve. as he entered into a certain village there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off they lifted up their voices because remember that was a contagious disease they were really the, the quarantine laws of that day they weren't able to get any closer and they uh that's why they stood afar off they lifted up their voices and said jesus master have mercy on us and when he saw them he said unto them go show yourselves to the priest now in that day you couldn't come back you were quarantined if you were a leper and you couldn't come back into society interact with people unless you were uh pronounced clean but to do that uh, the, the priests in those days were like the ministers but they were also sort of like the uh You know the mayors and the governors and you know they also had that kind of thing they 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 were over some civil law issues as well Um, so they had to go to the priest and be examined to see if they were clean so really there's no use going there unless you're clean so when he says go sell yourself to the priest they hear because they understand they're they're Jewish they hear they have the Jewish culture or the Jewish mentality Uh, they hear we're healed that's what they hear Go show yourself to the priest. Yeah. You know, God will say something to you that doesn't seem so sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Gideon's hiding from the enemy, yeah. Yeah. threshing in the grape press or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And, and uh, an angel appeared and said, Hail, thou mighty man of valor. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's hiding.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Full of fear of the enemy because I don't even know the enemy find him. They're going to take all his har- harvest. Yeah. Yeah. He calls him a mighty man of valor. God will tell you some things sometimes that don't seem true. Well, the woman bowed over with the spirit of infirmity. He said, woman, thou art uh, loose from thine infirmity. You're talking to me? In other words, when he says something to you, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to believe what he said or are you going to believe what you think? So here he is doing that. Uh, go show yourself to the priest. He's basically saying you're healed. Yeah. Came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. In other words, they just said, oh, okay, we're healed. And they, they, they acted like they were healed. All right. yes. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And as they acted well, yeah. it happened. Yeah. My mom knew nothing about faith for healing whenever I was growing up. But I'd get a little stuffy in my chest or as a kid get you know the flu or symptoms or something like that I'd want to lay around the house she said get up from there you'll feel better yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 All
0: true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in other words she's saying don't act like you're sick yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I meet people that they stay home over the littlest things
1: uh-huh.
0: so it's because sickness right. sickness is not just in their body it's right. in their right. spirit
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: They act like they're sick. They act like they're broke. Yeah. You need to act like you're rich. Yeah. Act like it. Act like it. Lean in the car like it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Amen. Walk like you are. Walk like you have authority. Don't walk around like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you walk into a room. You just act like you're in charge. Go show yourself to the priest. Came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. That's just one of the ten. And fell down on his face at his feet. Now notice, giving him thanks. Giving him thanks. Oh, my, my. And he was a Samaritan. They really didn't have a lot of fellowship with Jews. But Jesus answered and said, Where were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? In other words, there ought to be all ten here. There ought to be ten people right here, right now. Where are the nine? Oh my, there's so much here. There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. Stranger means foreigner. The Samaritans were considered foreigners. He said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. What, what, what? Thy faith made thee what? Whole. Whole. If you look it up, that's a different word than the word cleansed. The the word cleansed is used up there. well, it's in verse number 17, but it's turned back, uh, let's say verse number uh, 14. They were cleansed. As they went, they were cleansed. And then Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed? But this word, ho, is different in the Greek. Isn't that, isn't that right? If you've ever studied that out, you know that's true. And so the nine took their blessings and went and ran off. God expects you to take your blessings and return. All
1: right.
0: yes. 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 Amen. 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 Now here's something people need to understand. Well, where do I go to church? Where'd you get your help? Yes. 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 You need to return to Come where on. you got your help. Come on. I get shocked every time this happens. Somebody has a healing service or something like that, and people come from other places. They snatch their healing and return back to where they never got anything. And obviously they couldn't get it there, so they had to leave there to come here to get it. That is ungrateful. For us, for ungrateful, for the ones that took all the time of prayer Amen. To stand against the persecution for what we preach. And you come snatch a blessing and then go back and never grateful to the place that God blessed you through. I just don't understand that kind of thinking. I just don't understand it. When I realized where my help was, I stayed right where my help was. I'm talking about all the way back in my teenage years. Amen. Amen. So they nine took their blessings and just ran, just left. But God expects you to take your blessing in return. Yes. And uh, it's not right to just not even notice when somebody shares something with you and blesses you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right to not come back and say thanks. Right. Amen. We need to learn this. Yes. Um, if we don't learn this, one day we're going to forfeit even getting it to begin with. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, being a person who's constantly expressing thanksgiving to God keeps you mindful of these things. Um, Romans 1, 21 is a verse that's very interesting here. Um, It talks about the last days and, and all the stuff that's going to be going on. One of the things it says here, When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful... But became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. I want you to notice the connection between being unthankful and vain in their imaginations. Now what does that mean, vain in their imaginations? In other words, their thinking became distorted and unsound. Amen? And so... um, Later over there, I'm trying to look for the verse verse number twenty eight, actually, it talks about them having a reprobate mind. A reprobate mind's a mind void of judgment. It's a voice of it's void of soundness. And I'm telling you we see more reprobate minds in our culture today, absolute insanity, the decisions people make. It's almost like it's a qualification for being in politics today. Do you have a reprobate mind? Yeah, I'm messed up. Okay, come on in. It's just, you need help to be that reprobate. Let's just use the word the Bible, reprobate. It's not natural. It's not normal. It's twisted. It's absolutely backwards. Anyway, I'll get off of that. But... um, It's because, this verse gives us some revelation as to how that gets to that place. It's that when God showed Himself to them, they didn't glorify Him as God, nor were they thankful for what He did for them. Unthankfulness opens the door to wrong thinking. You don't think right whenever you're not thankful. It's a revelation that you don't think right. Amen? Amen when you properly recognize what somebody's done for you and don't think, well, I'm, I'm where I am because, you know, whatever I did, I did this. Yeah, and you're standing on the shoulders of some pretty big people. Your mom and your dad that did what they did for you. All the people that helped you along the way. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's just the truth about it. A person who doesn't properly recognize those whom God used and those who God uh, brought, you know, brought into their life to bless them, their thinking is, they're they're just they're just not thinking right. They're dishonorable towards the people God used. And so, um, when you become distorted and unsound in your thinking, you become void of proper judgment. How do you avoid that? You stay real thankful. Yes. Yes. You stay real thankful. Yes. Real thankful. All the time. Yes. You bring it up over and over again. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. And it might not, they might always, you know, well, there's no big deal. I mean, you know, you thanked me. No, I just want you to know. Yes. I tell my mom, of course, my dad's now in heaven, but I, I used to tell him this same thing before he went to heaven, but I tell my mom now all the time, I say, like she just (laughs) over valentine's day she uh thanked us kids sent a text to all us kids the five of us kids and she was thankful that we're all serving god and she loved us and so forth and so on and all of us kids just chimed back and said mom you gave us the right start you and dad you you put into us and all of us were thankful all of us say thank you for the way you raised us thank you for what you gave us all the opportunities you gave us amen because we're not She was saying, thank you for serving God. Uh, We got the the opportunity to get the right start on this thing. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I threw something in funny. I said, you know, we we were all trained right. And I said, wait a minute, who all on this text? (laughs) 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 That's supposed to be funny, but I'm just... But no, I mean, that, that's just sound thinking. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so, um, 1 Timothy 1.12, um, Paul talks about their, the privilege of being called to the ministry. Um, you need to be constantly thankful for whatever He's asked you to do. Amen. Well, I'm doing some for him. Doesn't that tell, me, tell him how thankful I am? Not really. Does it work for your wife to just always... Does it, is it okay just to just never say it? That's what I'm trying to say. Now, don't misunderstand me. That needs to be revealed in words and in actions that we're thankful. But it's not enough just, just to do one or the other. Well, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, let's, let's just uh, wrap this up here. When it comes to what Jesus said here, He was basically saying to the nine that didn't come back, the nine lepers, he said, He's basically saying they ought to be here. It, it's not right that they didn't come back the word whole the, the man who was who came back and gave thanks he was made whole leprosy is a disease that will eat off a finger or a nose or you know just an ear just, just it just dies and you know eats away you know leprosy eats it away to be made whole in the Greek literally means that those body parts were put back the other ones got the disease stopped yeah the one that said, thank you. Thank you. He got more. He got more. He got more. I said, he got more. Here's what he got. He got all that put back. Let's say his nose was eaten off or something. That nose came back. Amen. What was lost was brought back. Have you lost a house? Huh? Have you lost anything through whatever, some financial condition, repossessed car or something like that? Here's how to get it back. Here's how to get it back. Here's how to get it back. back. You can can get it back. You can get it back. You can get it back. It doesn't come through complaining. It doesn't come through talking about how terrible it is and all the bad things that happen. It comes through being thankful. Amen. Amen. Really, what he did for them radically changed their lives. Talking about these lepers here, and uh, I mean, it enabled them to come back into society. It enabled them to join the workforce again. I mean, just the restoration of dignity that it gave them—to not have to stand outside, no, oh, unclean, unclean. Every time somebody gets unclean, unclean, by law they had to do that. So their dignity was restored. Uh, they can go back and hug their kids again. And and embrace their wife. Yes. My my my, how he changed their life! Yeah. To just grab that and walk off and not say thank you? Yes. Yeah. Jesus said they should have been here. Yes. They should have been here. It's just not right the way they walked off without th- saying how much they appreciated it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. Thankfulness is the appropriate response. So it's not just what you do to get your miracle. It's what you do after your miracle. Yes. Yes. Afterwards. And so Jesus was doing some training here. Yeah. Did, has anyone? I've seen you parents train your kids. You know, some of them come through. I don't, I don't want to only eat the popcorn they're selling but, <laughs> for camp. But I, I just say, oh, I don't think I want any popcorn. But here, I just hand them a bunch of money. And you're, you're always there. Your parents are, you know, yeah. these are older, so sometimes they all know, but your parents are, especially younger kids. Yeah. It's their birthday. Yeah. Oh, I hand you a $20 yeah. bill or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if they try to walk off without saying thank you, uh-huh. boy, you get them by the ear. like, yeah. Yeah. some time for training right now. Right? Jesus is getting these guys, although they walked off, he didn't literally have their ear, but he's getting them by the ear and say, it's time for some training right now. Amen. Yes. What He's saying to us is learn this. Yes. Learn this. Learn yes. to be grateful. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Go to Walmart and buy a stack of thank you cards. Yes. Yes. Get ready to use them. Yes. Amen. Get, just break the bad habit of not noticing, of, of forgetting. Come on. Or, or failing to say anything i make a list whenever you know some of the uh, you know like pest appreciation gifts that people do and stuff like that some of them's not something i see who did it yeah. it comes to an account don't some of you know how they do that and so i don't know who gave it but of the ones that i know maybe they gave us a card with their name on it, i make a list i don't i've made a new policy now just to make sure i don't forget i don't i'm not allowed to deposit that in the bank until I have either put them on the list that next time I see them I'm going to thank them, yeah. or if I write a thank you card or something. Yeah. 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 It's my rule. Amen. No thank you, no deposity. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just not right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I and sometimes I'm trying to find people and. <laughs> Maybe I don't get to them, but I'm looking for them. Yeah. 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 Amen. Well, tell your neighbor, this is good preaching, and you need to hear it. <laughs> Break the habit of just saying, well, they owed it to me. They owed you nothing. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Whatever you're unthankful for tends to slip away from you. Yeah. Well, you tend to lose it. There it is. Yeah. Amen. Somebody said that if, if you uh, woke up... Today, with only those things you thanked God for yesterday, what would you have today? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we better quit on that one right there. Some people are depressed for this one reason right here. They're just, they're just not thankful. They're ungrateful. They're selfish. Unthankfulness is an expression of selfishness. Okay, we better stop. <laughs> Can you see how, why it's listed in that list there in 1 yes, Timothy? Yes, Was that 2 yes. Timothy? 3. Can you see why it's listed there? Yes, it's just pretty devilish stuff.
1: Yes,
0: yes, Selfish. It's yes, fleshly. Yes, Let's all stand to our feet. I think we've gone far enough. I've only gotten through a couple of them. There's other ones you, you probably want to hear sometime, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Yes. This kind of thing will create a sweet atmosphere in your home. Your wife cooks a meal. Thank you, honey. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody folds the laundry in the house. Thank you. I appreciate Amen. that. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. I believe in uh, moving mountains because yes. I've watched mom, my, my mother-in-law, take mountains of laundry and fold <laughs> them up, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Much as I give an opportunity, I say, thank you. I appreciate that. Amen. Amen. Creates an atmosphere in the home that uh, God can inhabit that atmosphere. Yes. God, oh, You want God in your home, right? Yes. So train your kids right. Train them to be thankful. Train them to be grateful. In marriage, be grateful for one another. Even if they do, one little, they do a thousand things wrong with one little thing. Thank yes. you. I saw that. Yes. I saw that. Yes. I saw that. Yes. I seed it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amen. Ungrateful people are empty people. They're not full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ephesians 5, be not drunk with wine, beer and Be filled continually, speaking psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody. Giving thanks. Yes. Yeah. Giving thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you stay filled. Yes. Yes. Amen. So just thank everybody for everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all coming to church tonight.
1: Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: I appreciate the fact that I can stand this close to him and not smell his breath. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm grateful for you too. You're a blessing to my life. Have I told you lately how much I love you? Amen. Hallelujah. There's not a lot of folk like us. Amen. That love God like this. I'm thankful I can come to a place and fellowship with other believers that that are hungry for God. Right? Glory, glory, glory. Well, we could say much more, but that's good enough, I believe. I'm thankful for um, so many things. Praise the Lord. Uh, how about whenever the praise and worship team gets up here and starts leading us in praise and worship we don't go thank you Lord for all your blessings come on engage this he'll inhabit that he'll inhabit the praises of his people Praise the, Praise the Lord. You can tell sometimes when people don't really mean it, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah but, so when you do thank people, don't just, you know, check in a box, you know what yes. I mean? Yes. I'm supposed to be thankful. I check the box. That's not what we're, People can tell that. Yes, yes, but really put your heart into it. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. I appreciate Todd and Tracy. They helped build our house. Yes, yeah. means a lot. It really does. We enjoy it every day. Praise, Praise the Lord. Praise took a lot off of us, yes, sir. Yes, helped sir. us out a lot. Yeah. Glory Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.